We hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain alienable rights. We have a power. And we've raised a spoiled brat representative government that needs to be taken to the woodshed. Are you satisfied with the government that owns you? There are churches who refuse to allow us to use their facilities to teach. Unspoken or even sometimes spoken rule that religion and politics don't mix. You wouldn't dare speak out against the government or somehow resist. Christians have to be involved in politics. God commands it. Every turn of event through history hinged. One person will stand up upon a single person. And then everybody else will stand. A gym member surrounded by a crowd of supporters was placed in handcuffs. A Tampa Bay pastor has been arrested. Sentenced to a week in she jail. She also tore up a cease and desist letter. We have a posterity waiting for us to say, we will not comply so you will be free. We have a chance to fight without bloodshed. But every time we comply, we establish a future where our children will not have that option. Why do we sit down when all should be standing? And why do we back down? At the Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. I hope you haven't missed us too much. Took a little bit of a break, spent some time with the family, enjoyed the holidays, even got to play in the snow a little bit. So here we are back with you. Love to see all these people who have popped into our room already, knowing that we haven't been on for a while. You're going to kind of wake people up and get them back in the swing of things. So happy to have you with us. Don't forget on your way in to go ahead and like and share. When you like and share, then you help us overcome the algorithms and the AI that hates us. And then we get to share truth with more people. Do you want to say hi to the people? Hi to the people. Test one, two, microphone check. Test one, two. <laughs> Sound great. All right. We're good? I think so. Give us a thumbs up there. All righty. Glad to have you guys with us here today. Hey, JC, I wanted to share this with you right off the bat. This is a funny kind of thing. I saw that because, you know, I have this whole biochemistry thing and I was wanting to be a doctor one day and, and all this other stuff. So I ran across this article on... You, you um, have a biochemistry thing? What does that mean? <laughs> you know, I have a degree in biochemistry. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was trying not to be, you know, like, hey, Chrisanne is the scholar kind of woman, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah. It helps to be clear. It does. I, I have suppose a biochemistry <laughs> thing. That's, that's it could be broad. like a, something I need a salve for. <laughs> I 
or something that ATF needs to show up. <laughs> <All right. laughs> right, 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 right. So I have a degree in biochemistry, and I ran across this article on um, live uh, live science. Did you know that scientists, now this just happened the other day, JC, have discovered a new part of the human body. Okay. It's not actually How something. is possible? I thought they knew everything. Yeah, see, that's my whole point. Not only that, it's on your head. It's on your face. It is something on your body, on your body, and has been on the body since, you know, they've been studying bodies. And so here I am. We are supposed to trust the science, right? And we are supposed to trust the scientists. Then how in the world are we supposed to have any confidence in what they're doing? That after hundreds of years of dissecting cadavers and doing surgeries on people, why is it that we don't know that there's this part of the body? Now your audio is garbled. Yeah, see, I think it's my cell phone. That's what they said the other day on, on Victory. Comes in and out, in and out, in and out. Put my cell phone on the floor. So let me see if that got us far enough away from there. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Is it your cell phone? Yeah, this is... Test one, two. Sorry, guys. Been off for a little while. Gonna... <laughs> We're listening to the sound. That's why. And I guess if I don't keep feeding sound into the tube, it's not, and they're going to hit a moment where we're not going to have any sound, so. <laughs> hmm. All right. All right. So what do you want to do? Sounds uh, Sounds better. good now? It's the cell phones, dude. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I knew it. Chrisanne's not the dumbest person in the room. <laughs> I didn't say I wasn't, I was the smartest person in the room, just as. Okay. All right. So anyway, we're good. we're good now. So what do you think about this, JC? We're supposed to be trusting the science. Mm -hmm. And now all of a the sudden they've discovered a new part of our body that's actually on our face. Right. I, this is, uh, that's not the first. We talked about another I, I similar thing. Yeah. Well, there I, I don't know, like a year ago or something, I, there was some, oh, I scientists so. discovered something new. And it was just, it, and I think, again, it was something about the body or whatever in the midst of the trust the science thing. Well, I so this stuff just keeps on coming. Yeah. They keep telling, oh, trust the science and you got to follow the science, which, which, you know, I hate even saying that because they don't follow the science, right? The trust the science is just intimidation because yeah. they're not following the science. If they followed the science, we wouldn't be doing all this stupid stuff. But even if you took that uh, statement, right? What would you even call it? Direction uh, at face value. Here's science. You mean trust the science, right? At if face if value. you just took that at face value, like they really meant that, 
and they really were following the science and we we're not following the science. Right. Right. Let, right, let's right. Just, if we assumed all that was true. Here you have a, once again, science, which is supposed to be the end all be all of everything now discovers something uh, not a, just as something. part of your skull, yes. your face. Your face. That we just found it. It's a we just muscle found something in the human on skull. your face. We're not talking about discovering like life on, on Mars. Right. Something on the other side of the, the universe. universe. This yeah. is, it's on your Oops, face. It's like right something here. It's that's on, on your face. Twice it's we never on your face. For thousands of years. On your face on both sides. But trust us, when we say something, it, that's it. It's settled. It's 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 the end. You just need to submit because, you know, science, the presumptive assumption and trust the science is that they know everything, isn't it? Right. I think, mean, isn't that it, what it is? If you say, oh, trust the science, no, but come then on. what that means is we must believe that they know everything that there is to know. It's bullcrap. And that statement is anti-science. Right. Yeah. Richard, yeah. thank you. Right here. You don't trust the science. Science is supposed to be questioned. It's so called the scientific method. Science, by its very nature, <laughs> is a system of questioning things. Yes, yes. Idiot. You're right. You're right, Richard. It is. It is an example of cult of the expert, and so that's what's what's absolutely stunning to me. Right. But how do we trust the science? When the science is absolutely completely mutable, right? It's, it's a cult. It, it is. It is no different than some, you know, cultish religious dogma, mm -hmm. right? That here I am, this person, and I say this, and you just have to submit. So it's no different than than a cult, absolutely right. a cult. Even like when you look at, not to get all religious on everybody, but you look Absol at biblical Christianity. Mm -hmm. Okay. The, the Bible says, come, let us reason together, saith the Lord. If in the Isaiah. God who made the truth it says, try <laughs> me. God says, try right, me. Right, 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 right. Test the scriptures. See if there was so the, the Bible says the, the Bereans, right? The Bereans challenged Paul, questioned Paul and searched the scriptures to see if it was so. So even biblical Christianity does does like because I know there are a lot of anti-religious people. Oh, this is a it's a cult of just like religion. Well, biblical Christianity is is not like that. Biblical Christianity says question, reason, test it, test right. the spirits, try the right. spirits, test, search the scriptures. Right. So this is this is like this is some cult. It's a it's a cult of personality. Cult of the expert. It's just like a cult. And so when they say well, trust the like science, a cult. it is a cult. It is a cult. And so when they say trust the science, here's another thing that is uh, characteristic of cults is seize the language, right? right. You, you take the language and you redefine it, you weaponize the language. Because when they say trust the science, they've redefined science. It's not even science. Right. No, it's scientists. <laughs> Right. Trust the scientists, trust, trust the, and really not even the scientists, the approved mouthpieces, right? Trust. I mean, think about Fauci, for instance, when you right. say tr even trust the scientist, if we were to move from science to science, trust the scientist. Well, guess what? Anthony Fauci's background 
does not even match that with which he's supposed to be an expert in. He yeah. has no background in the things he's telling. He has no degree and expertise based on his education on what we're supposed to be just taking him at face value. So he is a cult leader who happens to be a scientist, but he's a cult leader because because it's not it's no longer about the science. It never has been about the science. And by the way, if it's about the science and as Richard Banks correctly said, science by its very nature is a system of questioning, then why why uh, is it OK for then Pfizer to say, OK, give us 72 years, 75 years, give right. us two centuries years. and we'll release the, the our uh, data about the studies. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I thought it was about the science. Yeah. If it's about the science, then we should all should all be able to look at the science. Let's look. Matter of fact, if we don't trust the science, then give us the science. Let everybody see the science. Let's actually look at the science rather than what they actually do is censor the science that they don't like that contradicts their end goal of controlling the population. And let me say this very clearly, purging the population of people who will not submit. That's the thing in the military that's been happening is about a purge of any potential military member who will question. It's about purging those who question. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's what this is. So if that's, if that's the new definition of science, then now we know what they mean when they say trust, trust the science means submit and everybody else who's on our side, eliminate those who question, starve them out, throw them out, th lock them up, kill them, yeah, exterminate them. That that's everything behind trust the science. Boy, this is a wham bang show for YouTube right off the bat. Yeah. After so I was off. looking for the post that I made not too long ago. I can't really find it, but I wanted to 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 do a little constitutional study of just this whole idea that the that these pharmaceutical companies can hold on to their material. Now, what they claim is, is that they have a patent on this and patent laws allow them to keep trade secrets for a certain period of time. Right. Which is why their whole 55 years kind of thing is is the the idea. Right. Here's the problem with that. The federal laws to protect patents are there from the get-go in the Constitution under the idea that you're supposed to be protecting uh, protecting scientific ex uh, advancements intellectual and property. intellectual property so that you encourage innovation, right? So if you if somebody is allowed to come after your intellectual property and just copy what you've done after you've invested all of it in there before you can get any return, that is not encouraging innovation. And so that's the whole part of patenting in the U.S. Constitution. Here's the problem with the pharmaceutical companies claiming patent protection. Problem number one, um, we paid for this. Right. Problem number one is tax dollars, not tax dollars. I'm just going to straight out your money, my money, our money is funding this research. Therefore, 
It is owned by the people who pay for it, owns it. It is owned by the people. They should not be entitled to a patent claim when we are actually the owners of the intellectual property because we paid for it. And as the owners of the intellectual property, we ought to have a right to see what our money purchased. Hence, the freedom of information request ought to be immediately granted. I think that's... It's the only just and yeah. constitutional conclusion, yeah, by the and way. I, and I think that's not probably the, uh, maybe the least, you know, of the issues that they're trying to hide. But as you were saying right, that, I thought that's about... that's their legal no, justification. No, I know not, why no, they're no, no, hiding No, 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 I'm not saying it. that. I'm not contradicting what you said. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pointing out that what you said about we paid for it. Mm -hmm. I think that's probably one of the things. If if somebody looked at the data, all of a sudden, maybe you'd start questioning like the Pfizer pill, for instance. How, how do we get to $700 per pill that taxpayers had to pay? So, and again, I, that's the least of it. How do you get a $40 million toilet seat and a yeah. $5 million hammer? Right. Because people prof, because when the government, and this is what it is, when people in government are spending someone else's money, then they go around using our money to enrich their cronies and themselves because there's always a kickback, right? I mean, you've got, we've shown this video clip dozens of time on the show back when before John Boehner was speaker of the house, when he was just a, a, a member of the house of representatives talking about how he handed out checks from the tobacco companies on the house floor minutes before legislation was to be passed that was affecting the tobacco companies. Mm -hmm. And then he says in this interview um, Dateline or one of those frontline or something like that. It's not illegal for me to do that. It's probably wrong for me to do that. It's not illegal for me to do that. Mm -hmm. And so this is, this is what it has. And, and this is, Fawn is absolutely right. It's not about the science anymore. It's about the, in, it's about money. It's about profit. So they're making profit off of our investment and then hiding from us. Just remember, JC, I don't, you, you were old enough to remember, because I'm old enough to remember, that when the lawsuits came against the tobacco companies, how much information they actually had that they hid from the public about how they were doctoring up cigarettes to make them more addictive, that they actually knew the harmful effects and they never told anybody of this? Are we to believe that the pharmaceutical companies don't know these things? I mean, they know this. Yeah, I, 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 as, as an aside, we were watching... Um, the Men Who Built America, the yes. History Channel oh my gosh. series. Which well, is it's very, amazing. Very interesting. But especially when you know the details they don't give you. Right. Because <laughs> about know, Rockefeller the, and yeah, Carnegie yeah, and all yeah. that. Um, but it was interesting as one of the parts of the documentary is them interviewing uh, different CEOs and heads of corporations now, like Mark Cuban and and yes. uh, the guy, the the CBS guy. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. That was pretty crazy. All these Trumps, Trumps, on, Donald Trumps on there. Yeah. But it's it was it's fascinating. It was fascinating and struck me as I'm listening to these guys make their comments 
And number one, they all, every time they spoke, they described what they do as a game. They mm -hmm. kept using the word game, how you play the game. It's all the game to them. Mm -hmm. uh, and then almost all of them, to, without exception, um, basically talked about how you really have to be at, at, at a minimum amoral. Yes. Like, so. Or at least. You got this sense of compromising on principles. You got this sense of how corrupt and uh, vicious, right? And and uncaring these CEOs are of these corporations. So it's not a it's not a surprise when you hear that. It's not a surprise uh, when you learn about all the things how they clearly knew they were they're harming people. Mm -hmm. And they want to cover this stuff up. Right. And big pharma is probably one of the worst. But yeah. I, I really think so many, a large percentage of them are really a bunch of scumbags. It, it, it is really, sh I can't say it was shocking, <laughs> but I was surprised at how consistent yes. it was yes. with every single, almost every single CEO. I didn't hear that from and I'm again, you know, this show, we're not Trump sycophants, yeah. but when, when Trump spoke, he talked about risk. And he actually he said one of the things was interesting when Trump spoke about it was kind of the opposite of the tenor of the rest of the CEOs, because he said, when the brand becomes your name. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I you have to be careful, it. you know, and you have to mm -hmm. be concerned about how you how you do things. Where right. Most of the rest of them are like, I mean, Mark Cuban, like straight up says, you got to have some you got to be corrupt. I mean, and it's not the word he used. <laughs> yeah. But, you you, you have you have to be. I, I remember what he said. I think the phrase was, "You have to be willing to cross the line, cross yeah. the lines, but and, you know and have somebody working with you that's just, uh, you know, will will do whatever." I mean, it, it really was surprising how consistently they spoke about the necessity of having no morals if you were going to be successful. I, I was, you know, I was, was really surprised. What that. was surprising to me, JC, was just how matter-of-factly they delivered that kind yes. of message. I mean, yeah. it wasn't like, you know, it's kind of icky, but, you know, and they didn't do that. It was and, like, and hey, I'm, you know, this is, hey, and they and did. I'm, it was like, yeah, you just, this is just I'm the way one, it is. This is the way you got to be. You know, and here's <laughs> the thing. I'm, I mean, I'm 100% pro-free market capitalism, but th these are the guys who have undermined yeah. the ideals of capitalism and, well, and given given ammunition to the to the socialist and yeah. the anarchist to highlight all the greed and and corruption and immoral behavior within the corporate world in order to recruit people into their socialist agenda. So these you here's the thing. Capitalism, right? Free market capitalism, that that's just movement of money. Yeah. Okay. There's no morality in that, right? No. It's 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 neutral. It's not right. moral or immoral. So it takes you the the people involved in that have to have a personal moral compass yeah. and make that decision. And I and I think because we have because there is what seems to be, listen to these guys and many others that I've listened to, what seems to be and watching their actions, the stuff that they do and the excess and all the things that they're involved in, there seems to be a a really sick culture of at least amoral or, or, or immoral, you know, vicious, uncaring uh, culture within the corporate world that that is, I, had, I think, fueled the socialist movement. Well, absolutely. I had a discussion uh, several moons ago with a millennial who made a Facebook post and like 
uh, capitalism is terrible and this is why capitalism is terrible and gave examples of all of these corporate yeah. immoral fat cats. And I, I simply explained, I said, well, here's the problem. You confuse greed with capitalism right. because capitalism, as you said, is, is, is not is not an emotional position. It's not a, it's, it's a neutral position, but what you're describing is not capitalism. What you're describing is the depravity of greed and covetousness mm -hmm. and in amorality, not immorality, even in some places, amorality in, in many cases of these people. And so capitalism is not the bad guy. It's the immorality, but and this is the other thing that always is reinforced when I watch these programs, JC, because, you know, for me, it's always coming back to uh, my law school training. And through law school, you have all of these justifications of, you know, this is why we need regulations. This is why we need regulatory agencies. This is why government needs this power. That's why government needs that power. And it always is so obvious to me that it saddens me that other people don't make this connection. The problem, we don't need OSHA, okay? We don't need uh, government regulating private business. But what we do need is strict accountability for everyone who violates the rights and the liberties of other people. Right. So if you have like this, this guy who was working with Carnegie, right? Carnegie second man who was Carnegie was the second man. Car Thomas Scott. Oh, you're talking about, about later. Later. Yeah, the, the, um, Hinch, the henchman Frick. 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 Okay. Frick. So Frick Henry, Frick, Henry Frick was Andrew Carne uh, Carnegie's uh, second in command. But Andrew Carnegie used Frick as his henchman, as his strong arm. Yeah. And he is the one that allowed the people to be injured in the factories, ignoring the safety concerns. Mm -hmm. Frick is the one who is personally responsible, I believe, for over 2,000 people dying in that town. Uh, it's like Johnstown. Johnstown, Ohio. Ohio. Well, just when the thing, right? And so the problem here was not we needed the Environmental Protection Agency for the dam. We needed OSHA for the factory. The problem was over and over and over again, Frick and people like him are never criminally tried in government. Mm -hmm. If the government were to bring criminal charges against these people and they were tried in a court of law for the crimes they're committing, there would be no need for regulatory agencies. And so here's the problem. The federal government is an arm, uh, is really a tool yeah. for these corporations. The corporations actually run the federal right. government. That's who owns the federal government. And just to be clear, uh, and also in your story, by the way, Car Carnegie used that as cover because yeah. he went off to Scotland yeah. while he knew what Frick was doing. Right. He just hiding behind Frick and then later fired Frick to cover up for the stuff he wanted to accomplish. That Carnegie so he wanted could to come himself. off squeaky queen philanthropist right. guy. So but you have to recall also uh, or understand also that these guys are socialists themselves. When we think about. Socialists being consolidation of, of resources, command control, 
of the resources. Mm -hmm. uh, that's that's that was. I mean, when you think about everything that Rockefeller did, he wanted he wanted it all. Yeah, and really all of them, all the meds. We wanted all. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like here's my area, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do the best I can right here. They wanted to absolutely destroy any competition. Rockefeller said competition is sin, and this the mentality uh, of these global corporatists. They are socialist. They are right. communists. They are Marxists in the sense that it, it's about consolidating the revenue of the world, the resources of the world into their hands because they see themselves as kings and gods uh, over this world. And and I mean, these people literally you can look at their writings and so how they looked at regular yeah. people like you're you're some caveman, oh, yeah. Cretan, amoeba scum on the bottom of my shoe. And, you know, these guys but like we Rockefeller said, we should be the ones in charge because yeah. we're capable of this as opposed to the rest well, of the Well, that's humanity. what Cass Sunstein wrote in his book, Nudge, is that right. they are the neo-sapiens and they need to be in charge. Then we were watching that, that movie the other day about 1900 Russia and the aristocracy mm -hmm. in the 1900s uh, looking at the people as if they're right. not just lower class, but just subhuman kind of people. And right. so that's what they are. But you were talking about how government and the how these regulations or I was talking about how these regulations are really not even real. Right. They're for a purpose. Let me show you what what has happened now. Right. So the CDC wants to quarantine people that are sick. Well, the airlines are now uh, shutting down because the CDC guidelines say they have to quarantine their staff if they get sick means there's no people to run the airplanes. I mean, if you watch the news over the last sure. over the holidays, thousands of flights being rescheduled and canceled and stuff because they didn't have a staff. Well, number one, they fired the people that wouldn't get vaccinations. So they short staffed themselves. Number two, when they get sick, now the CDC says they have to quarantine for this thing. And so Delta Airlines runs to the CDC and says, Shorten the quarantine. Shorten the quarantine. And what happens? CDC shortens the quarantine. Is it real or is it not? So it went from 10 days to five days. So, so if is you can, it necessary or is it right. not? That's the whole thing. So if you, two, two things you see there. One, how the quarantine and all these measures are a farce. Yeah. Number one. It's absolutely, no, it's arbitrary. Because totally, remember, completely arbitrary and capricious. Right. Remember, follow science. Uh, what is, what is science? A science is apparently the dictates of a corporate CEO. Yes. So we're, the quarantine is supposed to be so serious that this disease is so bad that we need to quarantine for 10 days, right? And we need to fire people because they won't take a vaccine for their right. religious reasons. Yeah. So the quarantine ought to be based on, right? Any quarantine should be based on the risk or threat of the disease, right? Yeah. What, what does the demands of the CEO of a corporation have to do with that? It shouldn't have anything to do with it. No. So a CEO asking the CDC science. to say, shorten it from 10 days to five days, they should be like, uh, no, we go by science. That's not how this works, right. bro. But what this indicates, what I already said, your government is run by these corporations. Yeah. And here's the next question, um, which is a rhetorical one. Who runs the Supreme Court? You've got the Supreme Same Court people. denying 
all of these requests for injunctions on these vaccine mandates and and the supreme courts saying no we're not going to we're not going to give you these injunctions you know what's crazy jc the standard for injunction is this that if the injunction is not granted irreparable harm will occur and the party has a a good chance of success okay so they're not remarking on any of this they're saying okay there's no irreparable harm okay so people losing their jobs is not irreparable harm so uh they're not even remarking well there's not a really good chance they'll win they're just denying these things which is why gorsuch and we talked about this before we took our 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 christmas break gorsuch writes this most scathing dissent and practically and uh accuses the supreme court of being um genocidal well they're actually the product of the next holocaust setting the stage setting the stage for the next holocaust right they bring up the the gibbons case where the um jehovah's witnesses were beaten in the streets because they refused to say the pledge of allegiance and the supreme court said that no the government can force you to say the pledge of allegiance and now the supreme court has gone back and said no they can't force you to say the pledge of allegiance but meanwhile gorse said look at the damage we did we told the government you can force people that it is they literally said in the in the opinion it is un-american to not say the pledge of allegiance and as a result jehovah's witnesses because of their religious conviction were literally beaten in the streets because the supreme court issued an opinion that said it was un-american to say to not say the dec- to to not say the pledge of allegiance And he's like, look, you're doing the same thing. And it's the exact same scenario. I tell you, you know, these things, these things always remind me of just what people will do at the behest of government, how how government and media can whip people into uh, engaging in 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 irrational and um, extreme behavior. You know, uh, Liberty First. I can't wait for 2022, man. This this (laughs) I mean, this thing's going to be because. We're going to be on the downhill slide, and I'm actually kind of excited to see where everything goes because I think they're really, I think these folks are digging their grave. They're really building a massive backlash, I think, Mm -hmm. ultimately, uh, that's going to be bad news for them. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I wanted to put this up here because I had been meaning to do this, but I hadn't, and I wanted to give people an update. Did I spell that right? I can't see that. There we go. So Liberty First Legal, JC, you know, we've been helping service members. Mm-hmm. And we've been now, I have, so first I developed a memorandum to help them file for their religious exemption. Now I have a memorandum that helps them with their appeal because they're being denied. So we have to go through the appeal process. And, and what's I was talking with our service, uh, one of the service members, and he he was telling me that his commander. Now he's been in almost twenty years, right? And he's telling his commander, "Do you not understand that what you're doing 
is violating these demands that you're making are violating my rights. He's like, well, his commander says, well, you know, it's not really, uh, we're just doing what we've been told and the powers up ahead of us say that we're covered and, and they're going to cover our, you know, we're doing what they're telling us to do. So we're okay. And what's interesting is he said to me, he says, I looked at him and he said, you know what? You keep calling about the powers above you telling you. He says, do you realize that this, I am going to challenge you on this. If you, if you, because you're signing off denying my religious, my religious convictions. If you do this, I am going to challenge you personally. I'm not challenging them. I'm challenging you personally. And I just want to look you in the face and ask you, how is it that you sleep at night? Because I'm not challenging the powers to be. And that goes back to what you said. We had this conversation. It's amazing what people will do to keep their jobs. It's absolutely amazing. (laughs) And so, um, libertyfirst.legal, some of you... I see you now. (laughs) Libertyfirst.legal is our nonprofit constitutional legal helps. And today is December 29th which means you have two days left to go to libertyfirst.legal and make your tax deductible donation for your end of the year tax deduction. And I just wanted to say thank you to everybody on the air who has already donated because you are helping us expand the law firm so that we can help more people. Did you see Biden's latest um, revelation? No. When Biden departed, this was a few days ago, but when uh, two days ago, when Biden left for Delaware Beach House, he left the message to the governors. There's no federal solution on COVID. It should be solved at the state level. What? He just said this? Yes. Yes. There's no federal solution on COVID. It should be solved at the state level. That's funny. I I just reread. I wish... I didn't know you were going to put that up there. I wish oh. I'd have had this. I just reread and screenshotted Joe Biden's tweet from October 15th, 2020. 2020. He says, we're eight months into this pandemic and Donald Trump still doesn't have a plan to get this virus under control. I do. That's his tweet. You should post that on Instagram right now so I can put this up here. Because he just said this two days ago. Uh, they're telling the governors there's no federal solution on COVID. It should be solved at the state level. So he changed his mind? Well, yeah. but or he was lying in the first place. Either way, either way, if that's really what he believes, JC, then he needs to call off the federal agency henchmen. Get the federal agencies out of our businesses. Get them out of our uh lives out of everything that we're doing let me go ahead and uh yeah we'll do this there i am yep there we go so we can put these up right next to each other so here we go this is this tweet here is joe biden two days ago Biden departs to Delaware Beach House after telling governors there's no federal solution on COVID and it should be solved at the state level. Here he is in 2020. We're eight months into the pandemic and Donald Trump still doesn't have a plan. He said he had a plan to get it under control. It's not under control. And matter of fact, according to their own right to what they what Mm -hmm. they're measuring and what they report, you see 
when Biden took office, now you go look at the trend. It's like whoosh, it's like a mountain shoots up. Yeah. So yeah. whatever they're saying they're trying to control. Maybe their plan. Apparently by their data is more <laughs> out of control. Unless so, unless you don't really know what the plan was. Well, right? you know, he's got so a look plan. At the, look at the tweet again. Yeah. Right. I got a plan. What it, What is the virus? Doesn't have a plan to get this virus under control. I do. Okay. So this is, again, goes back to seizing the language. What are mm-hmm. they actually saying? Because the only thing he got under control to any great extent or, or moved to bring more control to was the free market. Yeah. Right. The mm-hmm. people, private business, private right. property. Right. Your bank accounts. Right. Your free speech, your religious liberty. I mean, those things, he apparently had a plan to get that under control. So that, 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 so so liberty to Joe, this is what I gleaned from this. The virus is liberty. That's what, that's what Joe, because that's what Joe wants to get under control. That's the only thing. Personal liberty. That's the only thing that that he seized control of. Here's the other thing. Okay. So this is Angie says I drove past the test shack in our small town yesterday. Couldn't believe how many people were lined up in their cars to get tested. The CDC just released a report that says um, confirming what the guy who made the tests actually said uh, uh, over 18 months ago that the test doesn't does not distinguish between uh, the virus and between the common cold. It's not set up to do that. So you've got all these people going out and paying for these tests and government using our money to pay for these tests. When in reality, what? they don't even tell you anything. Didn't didn't like a, a Coke test positive? Oh, yeah. Like a two oh, liter yeah. bottle of Coke oh, in, yeah. in Africa or something? Yeah, no. And a, a papaya. A papaya. A papaya, a goat, and a, a goat. A yeah, Coke. a goat. Coca-Cola was, I think that was in Austria. They tested Coca-Cola. Come on. Yeah, yeah. No, seriously. The whole thing is just absolutely crazy. Hey, JC. Oh, but get, but, but get jabbed. Get jabbed. Get boosted. Get boosted. Because you're saving the world. Yeah. By the way. Meanwhile, everybody everybody jabbed and boosted on that Navy vessel. Yeah. It's still sick. Still sick. Can't yeah. work. Got to shut down the entire naval vessel. Yeah. I got that with one, With jabbed and boosted people. But we got to get jabbed and boosted so, so yeah. you know, everything can go on. We're, we're saving the world. U.S. Navy you people warship. people are freaking idiots. It's the USS. I think it was the USS. Minnesota uh, pauses deployment after COVID-19 outbreak among a hundred percent immunized crew. And that's what I posted on Instagram. There's only one reason why our service members are being denied religious exemptions. Hint, it ain't for their health. Ha, Nate, that's totally me, bro. Yeah. I use speak to text. I'm too lazy to type. (laughs) Yeah. That's totally me too. Yeah. So here you go, JC. I saw this and this really comes up. I, this is, I, ho- I hope we have enough time for this discussion because this is a really fun discussion. But it. Uh, you love Andy No. You're always posting Andy No. He, he's, he's on it. Now he, he's, he's got, well, it's not uncommon, but. He's got issues. No, it's not issues. <laughs> he just, he's, he's, he doesn't clearly um, define the the radical anarchist movement. Yeah. Yeah. He's still in that left right paradigm. He posted something the other day about uh right wing boogaloo blah 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 and tried mm-hmm. to you know trying to deflect. Right. So he, either he doesn't understand that the it's, so it's it, I mean it's great reporting on Antifa mm-hmm. but like most of America still 
they don't, they're, they're fixated on the left, right? The leftist Antifa. Mm-hmm. And they don't they don't comprehend that the radical anarchist movement is larger than that. Mm-hmm. And it spans left and right. Some of the Antifa, left Antifa and the right, the radical anarchist movement on the right were some of the one ones used to draw people in on January 6th. And because I believe because many uh, unsuspected, unsuspecting people mm-hmm. did not do not understand and did not understand that this movement operates on the left and right. They were duped into going along with it. Yeah. And so it's a very important thing. I have an article on chrisannhall.com called Anarchist Violence that talks about the history of this particular segment of the anarchist movement. And I make clear, I'm not talking about anarchist philosophy in general. I'm not talking about anarchist movement on, uh, on the whole. Uh, what you have to understand is the anarchist family is multifaceted. And yeah. one of those uh, components of the anarchist movement, one of those, those uh, you know, tr- branches on the family tree is mm-hmm. specifically the revolutionary or radical anarchist movement, revolutionary anarchist movement. And they have adherents on the left and on the right. And they believe in the complete abolition of any professional state. And the other tenet that they believe is violence must be used to accomplish uh, that purpose. Well, here's the violence. The official Los Angeles chapter of Black Lives Matter is promoting a smash and grab event on Rodeo Drive in Beverly Hills, 4 p.m. on the 23rd of December. Well, the reason I thought that was interesting is because publication 17 of the IRS says if you steal property, I'll go ahead and highlight it here for everybody. Maybe they can't see it. If you steal property, oh, I know y'all you me. must report its fair market value in your income in the year you steal it unless you return it to its rightful owner in the same year. <laughs> this is actually, look, I, I put this up here because I had a screenshot of it and I was like, nobody's going to believe me. This is the, I, look, IRS. This is the IRS website right there is irs.gov, right? And so stolen property, if you steal, this is an IRS publication 17 reg. If you steal property, you must report its fair market value in the in, in your income in the year you steal it unless you return it to its rightful owner the same year. Amanda, I said the same thing. I thought, surely this is satire. No. This is true. Okay. Do you know how this started? Okay. Ha ha. Ha 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 ha. This started in 1927 when the IRS went after bootleggers who were selling liquor and not paying taxes on it. And so they charged him with the additional crime of tax evasion. Oh, my gosh. Right? So you've got Herbert Hoover going after the liquor bootleggers because of the prohibition and the IRS getting in on it by charging the bootleggers with tax evasion. Oliver Wendell Holmes in U.S. v. Sullivan says, so Sullivan is the bootlegger. Sullivan says, 
how can I claim stolen goods on my taxes? Isn't that a violation of my right to not incriminate myself? Okay. Right? Thank right? You. Oliver Wendell Holmes <laughs> says, no, because the tax code requires you to pay income. And I got the language here from any source whatsoever. So Oliver Wendell Holmes, in the majority opinion, says, even if your whatever source whatever is illegal, you have to claim it. So now the IRS can come after you for tax evasion here's, instead of theft. Here's the real question. Who does the IRS report to about all the stuff it's stealing? I mean, all of its revenue is stolen. Yeah, absolutely. The federal government. Absolutely. And, and this just goes to show yeah. when you point you point out that historical Herbert, origin, know, right? this, this just goes to show the more laws yep. that the government creates, the worse it gets, the yep. bigger mess it makes. I just with, thought you would with, love the whole Herbert like Hoover FBI every trying to, new law yeah. just makes more of a mess. So back then you had Herbert Hoover, right? Going in the director of the FBI going after everybody. You know, he was Crazy. like they well, they're inventing laws so they could charge more crimes so that they could get more money from these people. That's why RICO laws were created, so that you can't use the money that you've stolen in your defense. That's what they're trying to say anyway, right? So 1927, and here we are in 2021, the IRS says, and here's the thing. Nobody, nobody actually believes the, that people are going to report this, right? All these smash and grab tennis shoe oh, no. sealers and stuff like that. No, Nobody's going to do that. But it's a mechanism for the IRS yeah, to prosecute. file tax mm -hmm. evasion right. on people that aren't stealing tennis shoes and yeah. televisions. It's never going to go to the tennis smash and grab people, right? Never going to go to the smash and grab people. But there you go. More stupid laws, more stupid regulations because the people do not understand are not taught in school that government has to be limited in order for you to have liberty. Yeah. So I had something else the, I wanted to put up there, but my phone. Oh, was I was going to say, if you were closing that yeah. you mentioned that uh, Maxwell, Madam Maxwell was found guilty in the sex abuse trial, sex trafficking trial yep. on uh, several counts. Um, and Bill Madden passed away. John Madden. Or John Madden passed away. Yeah. Not Bill Madden, John Madden. Uh, the reports yeah, Bill of my Madden, death. Are, I think Bill Madden is still out there. <laughs> the reports of my demise are greatly exaggerated. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you want to start like a countdown, like a suicide countdown or wager on like start a bet, uh, betting pool well, on how long, how, how long, long before she suicides herself. How, how long before she shoots herself in the back of the head five times? Yeah. Yeah. So that she doesn't write a book about what she she yep. did. Yeah. How long you think she'll stay alive? Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm what a, what a tangled long. web we I'm weave. I'm saying not very long. What a tangled web we weave. Well, you guys, it's been a long time and we're so happy to have you back in here with us. You guys all showed up. It's absolutely amazing. What's her name again? Gizwell? Giz something? 
I think you pronounce it Jillian, but I'm Jillian? not sure. Oh, I just say okay. Madam Maxwell. Madam Maxwell. It's, it's written and it's, it's not pronounced. I've seen like some ta- some amazing pictures. I mean, disturbing, amazing, disturbing pictures, and the stories of the things that she did for Epstein, who also didn't kill himself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Gislaine. Yeah, I, 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 I think it's pronounced Gillane. I don't know. Whatever. I, it's, oh, yeah, Gillane. Gillane or Gillane. Something. something. Whatever. Anyway. It's a weird name. It's a weird name. Right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. Don't forget to watch Non-Compliant Movie. We'll play you a trailer here just shortly. You can go to libertyfirstsociety.com. Give a gift subscription to libertyfirstsociety.com. Make your end-of-the-year tax-deductible donation at libertyfirst.legal. Don't forget to like and share. And please, please, on your way out, leave a comment. Go ahead, like, share, but leave a comment. Tell everybody what you enjoyed about today's show, why they should watch it. Let's convince people who are just scrolling through why they must watch this show and why we're a teach show, not a talk show and how they won't get it anywhere else. We really did. We missed them. Yeah, absolutely. You guys guys have a wonderful, blessed new year and uh, stay up, stay encouraged. Don't get down. No. Ultimately we win. We won. Just got to hang in there and keep battling through, keep fighting for one another, stand up for one another, encourage one another. And uh, JC you know, and I will see if you, you if you get super down, right? Come to Tampa, come to Tampa. We'll hook We're you here. We'll hook you up. <laughs> Love you guys. God bless you guys. Happy see you New next Year. time. We hold these truths to be self evident. that all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain alienable rights. We have a power. And we've raised a spoiled brat representative government that needs to be taken to the woodshed. Are you satisfied with the government that owns you? There are churches who refuse to allow us to use their facilities to teach. Unspoken or even sometimes spoken rule that religion and politics don't mix. You wouldn't dare speak out against the government or somehow resist. Christians have to be involved in politics. God commands it. Every turn of event through history hinged. One person will stand up upon a single person. And then everybody else will stand. A gym member surrounded by a crowd of supporters was placed in handcuffs. A Tampa Bay pastor has been arrested. Sentenced to a week in jail. She also tore up a cease and desist letter. We have a posterity waiting for us to say, we will not comply so you will be free. We have a chance to fight without bloodshed. But every time we comply, we establish a future where our children will not have that option.